We didn't want to have this poster of values that nobody cares right. about uh, that are kind of the same for everybody and we could not relate to. And instead of kind of forming values and then presenting and then doing the HR thing of, uh, of keeping them um, um, informed and everything, uh, we actually, we built our story, our culture together. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by Jay Ventures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Lomitech, and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today, we're going to be talking about product, all about product. Meet Limol Segev, Vice President of Product at PCAN. Limol is a proud mother of four and very happily married. She has over 18 years of experience in tech, the last 11 years in product management in startups, eBay, and WeWork. During her career, she was always attracted to data and ways to leverage it to make a business impact. Her last two roles before joining PCAN were eBay, where she led the product team for the eBay catalog, and in WeWork billing and payments. Today, she leads product at PCAN with a mission to empower every data analyst to create business impact using machine learning and predictive analytics. Limor Segev, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders, Vice President of Product at Pican. How are you doing? All good. Very, very excited to be here. Super, uh, super excited. Thank you. Very much. Now, is it Pican or Pican? Because my Israeli and American. That's a great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great uh, question. I like Pican. Uh, I think that's the, uh, that's the right way to go. Uh, and obviously, uh, we are kind of addressing a lot of the U.S. Uh, market. Uh, some still say pecan. Go with pecan. Pecan it is. And uh, Vice President of Product, Limo, give me the breakdown of, of how you ended up Vice President of Product at this amazing, amazing company. I had Zohar on the show just a few weeks ago, which, which was marvelous. And we talked a little bit about the domain and the vision and the vertical and, and uh, predictive analytics. Now I'm curious to dive deep into your own journey and how you as VP Product are creating an organization, are helping create an organization that strives for excellency. Um, yeah, so, uh, the story has a lot to do with Zohar, actually. Um, I, um, I, I joined, uh, PCAN, uh, before PCAN, I was, uh, had a lot of product, uh, roles, uh, at eBay and then at WeWork. And then, uh, the WeWork thing happened. Uh, the kind of, we had this, uh, uh, moment when the realization of this is, uh, not happening, uh, was happening and it was a kind of a, a crisis for me. I had a very uh, large group of people there. Really? A lot of them, I kind of hired myself. I kind of looked them in the eye and promised them wow. uh, that we are going to do amazing things. And then we had to let everybody uh, go, which was obviously a personal um, crisis. And, and, um, and it was also following these two years of super, super intense work. Uh, and I kind of announced to everybody who knows me that I'm not going to do anything that is even remotely related to startups. I, that I, I need, I need to relax. I need kind of, I need my time to get out. I'm going to do consultancy or just join in, 
an enterprise. And now I just want to give a, kind a of small spoiler. According at least to, to the LinkedIn mm-hmm. page, you were a VP product until March of 2020 uh, in WeWork, VP product billing and payments. And you started VP product at PCAN uh, about a month later. <laughs> that's that, that that's how did that happen and uh yeah so a friend who was kind of the data expert uh at at we work everybody was trying to convince me that i'm that i'm wrong that I, there's that the market is amazing there's a lot of opportunities and i was kind of meeting a few people just to be polite and i was like no way not going to do anything that is related to startups i need a break and she, she said, you know what? Just do it for me. Just meet, meet the guy. He's super nice. Uh, and you know, my, maybe, maybe you'll consult or something like that. And I, so I went to meet Zoha, uh, uh, really, really with kind of no, uh, uh, I, I didn't feel like it. I was kind of very involved with what is going to happen with my people. Uh, and then two things happened in the meeting that kind of changed everything, as you said. One, um, the, the dynamic, uh, with, with Zor personally, uh, was amazing. Uh, and it was inspiring to see this combination of a CEO who is both visionary, but super humble and kind of, and everybody knows that the dynamic between VP product and the CEO is something that you need to address. It can be complex sometimes. It can be sensitive. Um, and I kind of knew that, that, that we can make it happen, that we can make it uh, work very, very well. And the second thing is that, um, while he was describing what Pecan is doing, I could feel the pain. I said, well, I, I know this pain. I was sitting on a lot of data, not being able to realize value out of it. Like I, I, I was literally, um, kind of seeing myself. Uh, as a business owner, you know, as a kind of you look more holistically at my job at, at WeWork, we were owning, uh, billing. We had a lot of data related problems. And I said, if I, if I had that, I could be in a better place because we were kind of begging for data scientists for a year, sitting on great data. Um, and so that, that was, that was the second thing I could actually see and understand the pain of having data. Having a lot of people that know intuitively what to do with the data, but not having the data scientists that can help you realize uh, and get value out of it. And to be quite honest, in some cases, and uh, again, work with a lot of data scientists, great people. Uh, but sometimes, even if you have a data scientist, the dynamic and the kind of um, the pace is different. Uh, between what the stakeholders and the business need and what sometimes are the cycles in data science world. So I could actually see myself enjoying PCAN, kind of realizing value out of Amazing. it. Amazing. And so... So that's the end of this. Uh, I'm not going to do startup story. <laughs> and so as you're, you're joining PCAN and you're formulating your own conviction around the world, which sounds like in terms of, you know, the professional side, you, you understand the domain, you felt the, you felt the need and you felt the pain and, and you're a part of solving it. And now you're, you need to construct a cohort, an army to go and, and tackle it. Tell me a little bit about the values of PCAN and how you and the management team thought through honing in on those values. Yeah, I, I like the way you phrase it because it's exactly like that. We needed 
uh, a group of super passionate people because we are solving hard problems. Like we are actually uh, solving uh, things that require a lot of passion and a lot of effort and a lot of smart people to uh, to kind of do this crazy journey with mm. us. And um, when we kind of started uh, talking about uh, do we need values? We're just a small startup. This is kind of uh, the big com- company things. And we were, we were, we didn't want to have this poster of values that nobody cares right. about uh, that are kind of the same for everybody. And we could not relate to. And, but we did know that there is something unique here that as we grow, we need to maintain. And as we grow, we need to kind of make sure that we are, uh, being true to what we want to be. Um, and instead of kind of forming values and then presenting and then doing the HR thing of, uh, of keeping them, um, um, informed and everything, uh, we actually, we built our story, our culture together. So we had a like few focus group, uh, everybody joined, everybody said, had to imagine how we want to be, how we are today, where are the gaps? How do we want people who are joining uh, to act and to think? And uh, the, I have to say that I love what we came up with. I think it's a really true uh, representative of what we are, which is um, ego-aware, uh, value-devoted, uh, creative builders. But even putting the outcome aside for a second, the process was amazing. The process of asking each and every employee um, who we are, who do we want to be, and who do we want the people who are joining us to be. Um, yeah, and it was um, it was this focus group, and then we did uh, some voting wow. and refined it and refined it. Uh, super, super, like it was an amazing uh, process. And so, what that what you mentioned before is that you're not looking to just write a nice poster that people don't actually don't actually absorb. How do you feel that this process changed the way that the employees are interacting with these values on a regular basis? Obviously, they're not meant to be chanting these values as they roam the, the halls of the company. But how but how does it change the way that they're actually absorbing those values? Um, in I think in three ways. One is it gives um, everybody tools to keep everybody honest. Mm. So if I'm doing something that is uh, not cool or not aligned with how we want to be, it sometimes it feels weird <laughs> to just say yeah. it. But if you have the values, uh, if you can say, you know what, that's not really being. So if somebody is really, really uh, stuck in a specific idea, not willing to let it go, not willing to kind of uh, uh, get other opinions or try something else. And you, you can see that he's already kind of, um, uh, in this point where he wants to be right. Like being right is what he's trying to get. You can say, you know what? I think, uh, this is not totally ego aware. Uh, maybe you should kind of reflect for a second and it's an easier way to do the conversation or, uh, it keeps, uh, it it gives employee the 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 way to uh, sorry a tool to challenge us. So if we want to engage with a partnership that the developers feel is wrong, 
they can say, this is not value devoted. We cannot provide value to this customer or to this partnership and we shouldn't do that. And you cannot dismiss it if you just uh, actually agree with them that this is the value you have to. So this is one. The second one is uh, is classic, but still super critical. This is how we evaluate people who are joining, uh, which is really, really critical. There, there's great people, uh, super talented that might know how to do the job and might be a great fit for a lot of other companies. Uh, but if we feel that they will not be able to live based on those values, then we kind of, uh, we won't be able to, uh, um, to recruit them. And that calls out for tough decisions with, you know, how they hire, <laughs> how the market looks like from a talent perspective. And I have to say that I, I'm super proud of the team of kind of keeping that. Incredible. And, and I think the third one, which is, um, uh, which is also important and we use it is that this is a great way to do the onboarding. This is a great way of someone joining. They, they go through the value, uh, training and everything and they talk to people, but they also get a chance to contribute to them. And they also get a chance to actually say, this is, uh, how would I would change it? And they also get a chance to, actually say, are we actually living according to that, to those values? Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, those three things. Uh, and you know, there's time like we do, we talk, do we take use cases, see in cases that we feel that we didn't live by our values and actually evaluate them. Amazing. Um, like on a day to day, it's just being taught. And I think that, you know, one of the most in- interesting things that, that will leave me also thinking after this, after this recording um, it's this idea of we give employees a way to challenge the team, right? This is, this is not a trivial statement. Uh, and, you know, and as we're, as we're moving more towards a bottom up world, I, I feel in the workforce, especially in, in, in the tech world, uh, th- it's a very interesting idea of, of, of empowering the employees to challenge the team, to challenge the company decisions through a set of shared values, which I think is, is remarkable. Now, tell me a little bit also about your stance on, on product development in general. So you're a vice president of product. And one of the things that we briefly talked about is, is the ability to, um, to um, uh, provide ownership and responsibility across all, all employees, across the entire value chain. Tell me about that. Um, so if we take a step back and you look at the beginning of the story of why I joined Pecan, um, I joined, um, somebody else's dream. Like there was two people who already, who are, was already dreaming about this amazing thing. It was so amazing that it made me join. And, um, when I joined, I needed a way to uh, get connected mm-hmm. to it. And, but to also contribute to it in a way that um, I, I, I kind of keep the balance and get them to kind of make me part of that journey, like an authentic part of right. the journey. But I also knew that it's not about me. It's about providing that to each and every member of the team. I, it's like, imagine, uh, imagine you're asking, let's take kind of a a depressing example for a second, but I think a good one, let's say, uh, you, 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 there's a war and you want to get everybody to kind of jump 
with you. It will be much easier if they know why they are jumping or even more so if they actually were the one that defined why and were the ones who get that kind of define the target. And um, so what, what instead of kind of, you know, product world in, in a knowledge plate, the product process, you sit in a room, you talk to a lot of people separately, you talk to the old stakeholders and stuff, and then you come up with this presentation, the vision presentation, and you present it and everybody claps and then we start running. And that's one way to do the process. Another way to do the process is to create a shared narrative, a shared PICA narrative of what we want. When we talked about the values is who we want to be. When we're talking about the vision is what we want to be for our customers. And so programmatically, when I joined, I needed to hear Zohar and Noam's story of let's take this uh, two years uh, into the future, and you have you 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 receive this kind of excited email from a customer. What what does it say? What does it try? What do what do you read inside? Um, so first of all, each of their letters was slightly different, so we were able to talk about that. But then we actually opened it up. We asked every employee to that, to write that uh, email, to write that email of what would a satisfied customer two years from now would say, what do they gain? What is the value that they are getting out of it? Um, and this, first of all, it's a fun exercise to do. Like it's, it's fun writing how a satisfied customer would uh, uh, kind of uh, react in two years is a fun exercise. The second thing is that it will, it enables us to share the story in a very kind of fun, unjudgmental way. You cannot judge what I'm dreaming about, dreaming about, but we can compare it and see if, if we are actually dreaming uh, the same thing. And uh, after that, we did a lot of work of, you know, concising it and kind of uh, refining it into a short shared narrative that we keep updating. But it's about kind of everybody has its own part in the story. I, I love it. Limol, it, it sounds like, The journey at Pecan is, is incredible, and it sounds like uh, the intentionality behind building a, the, a right culture, one that is empowering the idea of challenging thoughts and, and creating shared values, and more importantly, aligning the vision and the mission of everybody towards what it means to, to build a successful company and organization. I love that, and, and I'm taking a lot of lessons to myself in this, so thank you for the time. I want to spend the last couple minutes going back and uh, talking a little bit more about you, and And I'd like to go back to your childhood and hear from you. What, what really fascinated you as a kid? Well, I was a geek from the get-go. <laughs> so I loved math. Uh, I was really, really um, kind of obsessed with it. Uh, I loved it uh, from the get like from very, very early age till high school. <laughs> Amazing. Boring. And, and what, what inspires you today? Um, so if we talk about my personal life, then, uh, my kid is inspiring me every day, uh, with their new ideas and new thoughts. And there's something fresh about kind of kids, uh, how they face, um, it's like you are able to be excited about snow or stuff like that just through their eyes. 
And uh, professionally, I'm super um, kind of excited about this movement of project product-led growth. Yeah. Uh, the fact that today um, it's this, it's not the actual uh, pragmatics, but it's the fact that you are actually creating product that people love and creating products that people actually uh, gain value out of it. So uh, again, geek again. Uh, in that sense Amazing. as well. <laughs> and what are three words that you would use to describe yourself? Wow. Uh, I would say uh, thoughtful, uh, passionate, and always willing to be wrong. I love it. Limor, toda it sounds like the journey was amazing and it's just beginning. And, and I can't wait to follow Pecan and seeing what, and seeing what happens. But, but thank you for taking the time to share with me. I'm leaving with a lot of amazing insights and, and amazing stories. So thank you for that. And uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Mm-hmm.